Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin. And Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast today. We'll be talking about getting too comfortable. Before we do that, though, let's talk about your mail. Because we all know that getting offers in the hands of people with land that you want to buy is crucial to the success of our business. And there's no better or cheaper way to do that than rocket, print, and mail. Justin and I both run our business on it and couldn't be happier. It's quick, easy, and by far the most effective way to get your letters out. So go check out the website. It is rocketprintandmail.com forward slash casual Fridays. Happy Friday, sir. Hey, happy Friday. You glanced up like you were ready for some kind of like awkwardness. I was thinking, is that the right website? Rocket Print. I think so. Yeah. I think you, you get close. <laughs> Just call Deb, talk to Deb, and uh, understand you don't have to feel inadequate because we did hear rumblings through the land niche that a couple of our guys go really big with mailers this year on their annual mail cycle and big, big numbers. Yeah. 75, 78, 85,000. Yeah, unit mailers. Whew, those are big. Those are huge. I remember when people were like, "Yeah, I'm gonna send a thousand a month," and these boys sent eighty five thousand. <laughs> we used to have a competition. Who could send the most? Yeah, I wonder what that number would be. I mean, if if yeah. someone's already doing eighty five, it's just like eighty five thousand is just normal business day. <laughs> you put them in competition, that maybe that yeah. I I uh, I am impressed, uh, and I did talk to him. I said, I heard rumblings that you had a big mailer. He giggled, and he said, yep, I've already got three-quarters of a million dollars in pro- property bought, and it's still coming in. We're still sorting through the chaos. Wow. So, And there's going to be some guy out there that's going, but what about the rest of us? Well, you could have sent 85000 too, <laughs> for, as far as I'm concerned. I, I, don't know. I, I don't know what to say with that. Uh, I would say it all depends on... Um when the mail hits, they may not need his letter, but they may need yours two weeks later. Dude, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. And I think we look for ways to talk ourselves out of stuff, and it's it's easier to to just be comfortable. Well, he's not comfortable if he's sending that many. So no, he's not. He didn't get himself comfortable. And I, today, this morning, I know we're putting the final touches on the master class, and we had Trevor coming in. Trevor came in yesterday. He's working with us today. And last night, I got home and I was sitting there, and I was thinking. Man, Trevor's away from home from his family tonight so we could wrap all this stuff up. And here I am. I'm going to do my normal routine in the morning, get up, take the kids to school, take Case into school, go to the gym, kind of roll in about 10. And I was like, what the fuck happened to you, Justin? You have gotten lazy. You're a lazy piece of shit is what I thought to myself. (laughs) And then so I woke up at 5. Like I always, every morning I wake up at 5. It doesn't, it does not fail me that I wake up at 5. Wake up at 5. Roll over, look at my phone. I go, oh, five. So sitting there, it's five oh five. I check my emails real quick. I'm like, I need to just go up, get up, take my ass to the gym today. So I went to the gym at five thirty. Do you know how many people I haven't seen? There's a whole new crowd at the gym at five thirty in the morning. Have you ever like you go your routine, your time? You know the people there. Mm-hmm. When you go at a different time, there's a whole different group there. Yeah. It, it it threw me off. I'm like, who the fuck are these people at my gym? They're all and they're like in my way because. They have their routine, and I'm used to working around it. Got my workout knocked out. There's a couple people I saw a little bit later, and like, dude, you're coming early now. Great. I was thinking, I don't know about that. But then I, I, you know, I take 
thought processes from everywhere in life and try to bring it back to here. And I started thinking about it. I said, you know, the most growth I had in, in, in the land business was when I was getting up early and I was developing myself and I was sticking to that and I was working and I was uncomfortable with it. And every day I strived to do a little bit better. And as I'm walking out of the gym at seven, I feel like, damn, I'm done. feel good. Why have I been so freaking lazy? Cause I would just be getting out of bed normally. I would say you built that life. You built the ability to get up at seven. That doesn't make you comfortable or lazy. It means that you have worked hard to get to that position. And I knew you were going to say that. I'm going to play devil's advocate here. I I knew you were going to say that. And what I have come to find out is that that building that lifestyle you dream of and things like that, I don't know that I'm ready for that contentment. I'm not ready for that. I'm not built that way. I don't, my mind doesn't work that way. Those, those are the two things being built that way and mind working that way. It, I don't, they're not, I'm not like that. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing because I'm just like, yeah, floating along, even though businesses are doing okay. Granted, I made a big ass mistake last week and it's luckily I found it. Oh, well, you would have found it. Someone would have found it for you if you didn't find it. <laughs> yeah. Leavenworth. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll talk on that in a second, but I, I'll go on my rant here for a second that, you know, we, and, and I started thinking when I was, when I was driving home from the gym and I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm feeling good. And I start thinking about this non-development time that I was using between five and seven. It's just now it's a cuddle time with my wife or talk wife type time with my wife, which is nice. No kids. They're not up yet. We're able to talk and have cuddle time. If you want to call it that conversate. And I'm thinking though, I, I wonder how much farther along I could be if I did something during that time I was productive, productive because it's not that just the, the hour, hour and a half there get started. It shifts the entire morning for me. And is it okay to say, oh, yeah, I built my life that, or I got okay with being comfortable with this being my routine? Because it wasn't by plan, hey, I'm going to go bust my ass for three years or four years and then be, oh, I could stay in late. No, it was like I just kind of settled into it. And so when you say you built your life that way, no, I didn't. I settled into being lazy. Well, I mean, I wasn't necessarily saying you specifically. I'm saying in general for people for listening. Like, I'm, I'm blaming myself when talking in generality. So if you feel like I'm talking about you, but I'm pointing it at myself, I'm not pointing at you right now. I'm just yeah. saying in generality. I think we all just settle into those, those things. You know, we get home, we're tired, so we don't do anything in the backyard with the kids. Or we sit and watch our favorite show for seven hours at night. And we're just, it's not important to us. Like, you think about like when you're dating and you want to make an effort with somebody, you put all out, all, you pull out all the stops. Then about six months into dating or a year into dating or two years into dating, whatever that, that passion kind of fails. And you're just kind of like, eh, you want to mm-hmm. go to Applebee's <laughs> versus you, you used to send sweet text all day. Babe, I can't wait to see you. I'm going to eat you like that big old steak at the steak place I'm going to get later or whatever you would use. Yeah. You're the only one using that. <laughs> Babe, I'm going to eat you like that filet. <laughs> I totally get what you're saying. A hundred percent do. What I don't know the answer to is how do you keep that flame burning? Because everyone, it's not just you. It's not just me. Mm -hmm. Everyone, no matter what it is, whether it's your dating, whether it's your work, whether it's working out, whether it's anything, you Mm -hmm. get to that point, six months, a year, two years where it's hard to keep that passion burning. Like it was the first two or three months. I, I agree with you. And I don't have that magic pill or that, that magic antidote. You know, you, you look at, uh, what's that guy's name? Dave Goggins, who's the Navy SEAL, the runner. He's always talking about you. If your mind's telling you you have to stop, you've only gone 40% of your maximum. Mm-hmm. And so with that mentality, I could say, 
well, mentally I've settled into this comfort and I'm not ready to push any farther, but what if I just made that, that, that little step forward to push a little bit harder, got a little bit more uncomfortable. It's like, kind of like when you, you've got that honeydew you need to do and you're just like, Fuck, I don't want to do it tonight. You just do it. Then you start to feel a little bit more accomplished. And what does that snowball into? And what does that snowball look like six months a year? If you can continue that momentum. Mm-hmm. I agree. I'm, I mean, I, I almost feel like once you get to that point, it's where you kind of see who you, what, what really drives you. Like you said, okay, I'm at that point. I realized I'm not the kind of guy that can just settle in. That's not yeah. how my mind works. Yep. And like for me, when I get to that, you know, get to that point, I'm like, okay, I know where I'm most comfortable at is like, okay, you know, takes land, for example, like I land, it seems very easy at this point. I can mm-hmm. invest in deals or I can do my own deals. Right. Mm-hmm. And so what else drives me to keep going? And for me, that's investing in other businesses because I know this one's going to continue to yeah. keep going as I want it to. Yeah. Right. And so, and that's what my passion is. That's what keeps me driving. That's why I've got some weird business things going on. Some sketchy ones, some, some, uh, high risk ones. Do you want to fill us in on the sketchy one? I don't know if it's so much sketchy, but it just seems like everyone I've dealt with so far is. And I don't know that they're sketchy. I just think it's, it's, it's the stories you've told me. And I know when we've been friends long enough that we animate to each other and we overemphasize on things. And I don't know, like, I'm like, okay, is these people really this like, this is it like this really back door like psh, who are you are you recording me i can't be i can't see you on camera you'll never see my face send I mean, send me thirty six thousand dollars <laughs> huh yeah i mean it's, i've i've just so i uh always been interested in atm machines uh-huh. and got the extra capital to do it now so i'm buying a bunch of atm machines for, and the just the people that i like hired for locating and the people that i'm buying them from the extra machines from it's just it's like no you know it's very like Oh no, we don't accept credit cards. I try and look one guy up and he has zero presence online. And then like, um, asking him questions and like, you know, I can't answer that. I, I don't know if you're a special agent with the FBI or something. I can't answer that. I'm like, what, what is going on? And then like to get a bank account, a bank to work with you to open up ATMs is like, you know, incredibly difficult. Luckily I have a really good relationship with a small bank here. They were able to do it, but like, yeah, for the most part, there's money laundering is a real big thing. I had to fill out all these money laundering, uh, forms like, wow. and so it's just, I was like, man, I just thought I was going <laughs> to buy some ATMs and people would use them. You know, it's not yeah. like, doesn't sound <laughs> like it. it sounds like you had to pay a guy who knew a guy that took you in a taxi to go pick <laughs> it up at the market, but it wasn't in the market. It was back in the truck in the back. And the good thing about like the reason why I like ATMs is a it's what well, goes Cody Sanchez says like a zero people yep. low whatever business, and you get the big write offs from it. These things are machines; you can really depreciate the whole thing. And we're doing well with land, so you need the write offs. Yeah, you can have someone else fill them for you, mm-hmm. right? It's not like I'm going to be driving around fill, put, filling these things up. And so it just I, I was hoping you'd keep stacks of cash around the office so I could mm-hmm. like take pictures with them and look good on Instagram. Uh. uh you got your own money that you can pull out of the accounts. <laughs> I can use your ATM. You, yeah, use my ATM and get that money to make them stacks, son. But uh, yeah, so so uh, in that sense, like I don't feel like I've gotten comfortable. But when it comes to if I just looked at my day to day business as land, I would say, oh yeah, okay, really comfortable. Okay, huh? I don't know. I don't know if it's a and I, and I guess it's kind of. Do you realize that? Not, and I'm not saying you. I'm just saying in general, as as us, do we? are we cognizant enough to know that we've just settled into a routine versus actively being in that day to day path or that day to day? Like we're doing it with intent to, Hey, I'm going to the gym at seven 30. I took the kids to school. I'm coming in the office at 10, but that's with intent. Or am I doing it like, yeah, it's about the time I should. I took a shower, kind of moseyed on it. Like there's no intent. It's just kind of the, it's kind of where we fell. 
Do you feel like you, like, just take that for example. Do you feel like you just mosey in here around 10, 1030? Yeah. You do? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I feel like I'm like, I'm just like, eh, I'm going to get there. Adam show, either be here or you'll show up really quick after that. And then it's like, oh, 11, we're going to lunch. And then I'm like, oh, shit. And then I find myself at 4 o'clock going, freak, I have all this work I need to do. <laughs> like, just last minute stuff. Uh, uh, so I, I kind of feel the opposite. I work, I'll get, so A, I feel like getting here at 10 o'clock is like, like I intend to be here at 10. Oh, I'm an hour and a half late at, no. at minimum. I don't know, because... Um, I don't naturally wake up at five o'clock. I mean, you naturally wake up. Yeah. So you're up two, three hours before me. Anyway, yeah. I'm, I'm naturally up at seven sixteen every single day. Seven sixteen. Yeah. It's precise. Precise. Okay. And so you're already two hours ahead of me. By the time I get up, go to the gym, get ready and come in like, and mm-hmm. it's, you know, 30, 40 minute drive here. It's at 10 o'clock is feels like it's pushing it. Oh yeah. No, I'm, I'm like, Oh God, I'm going to be late. It's 10. And I'm like, I'm just hanging out there going, oh, I shouldn't have done this. And then I work, I get everything done between 10 and 12. Okay. Well, I walk in and I clear my email to-do list within the first 45 minutes, but it's like the, the stuff to get ahead or to run down new projects is behind. And that's because I'm, I'm sitting there going, ah, and then when I'm really starting to get in my stride about, I don't know, three thirty, four o'clock, I start thinking, it's probably time I should go home. The kids are home now. I'm going to sit at dinner at five. And then at five, I play with the kids till they go get ready for bed at six forty-five, seven. get them ready for bed and it's seven thirty, And it's like, okay, well, what did I do today? Mm. For me, come 3, 3.30, I'm like, well, I don't really have, I've already done everything. I'm kind of, yeah. what am I going to do now? It's my next project. It's like the the forward thinking, the growth mode projects that are, they feel like are falling in because of that contentment for myself. So maybe I try getting up at 5.30 a couple days a week and, and come in the office and be here by 8 and then see what happens. Yeah, I was listening to uh, Rob Dyrdek's podcast the other day. Okay. And like, I really like Rob Dyrdek, like from where I, where I imagine he came from to where he is now. Yeah. Uh, it's just like this massive growth as an entrepreneur. And he's mm-hmm. like a, he's just a really good person. I think to like, uh, study, well, study. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, he just last week, he said he gets up at four o'clock every single day. It doesn't matter what day of the week it is. Wow. I don't know. There's some days <laughs> I don't know. Four o'clock's doable. I could, I, we used, I used to do four thirty. That was my time it was four thirty, And I'd be out the door by four fifty five every morning to go to work. I didn't want to do that again. But I also understand that I'm still wired for that. Like, I'm still in that hustle mode at that time. I don't know. I'm going to have to figure this out because I don't like this. I'm not liking this feeling I've had. Well, nobody can change it but you. Yep. It's on you, Justin. It's on you. Quit settling. I mean, I can set an alarm for that early and then call you, make sure you're up. <laughs> you don't have to do that. I'll and be then, up. And then I'm going back to sleep. Yeah, I'll be up. I'll be at lunch at 1030. You're going to be like, we just ate breakfast. I'm like, come on. I'm going. Yeah. So. Well, I, I mean, I, I alluded, I, I, I don't know. I think that's a, it's a good way to go. I want people to start thinking about it. Is your daily habit intended or have you settled into comfort? And if you can have that conversation with yourself and it's okay to say, you know what? I kind of settled into comfort a little bit. See what little things you can do to tweak it. I'm not asking you to change your whole day and have this miracle morning or anything like that. I'm just saying, think about it. Yeah. See what you can, see what you can adjust. Yeah. I'll agree with you. I, I think we said a lot. I don't know if I actually said what I meant, but it's like, there's a point in your business where like, if you've gotten, if, okay, let's say you're trying to get out of your day job because you hate it mm-hmm. and you want to be a land investor and you work eight hours a day and you've fallen into this comfort level at night where you're like, eh, you know, I could send some mail. I mm-hmm. could do this. Okay. I feel like at that point you're being detrimental to your success. Yep. And that's what we, what we want you to stay out of. Um, so okay. if you feel like that's where you're at, then be intentional with your actions. That's right. Cool. I like it. 
Okay, guys, that's it for today. Uh, hope you have a great weekend. As always, just a favor. Go to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Just uh, like, follow, subscribe. And then go to iTunes. Go to Stitcher. Go to wherever else you're listening to us. Like, review, and subscribe to the show. Appreciate it. Love you. See you next Friday. See you guys. <laughs>